good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the Wednesday edition of the Cubicle right here on Ghana Toss Radio. My name is Lansa Haruna and I'll be your host for the next one, our next 30 minutes because we started a little bit because of we had, we had some technical difficulties right here in the studio but we are back on and we are back on with Vim. This Wednesday or this afternoon I'm discussing a very 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 interesting and very very controversial issue and it's all about the MPP flag bearership position the race to who leads the MPP into the 2024 elections uh, so far it's been booty 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 from the agenda from the camps of each and every interested candidate or every interested MPP leader today our focus mainly is on the honorable Kennedy at Japan and what he's been saying so far if you if you are in Ghana and you are so active on social media, you notice that since yesterday there has been an audio which has been training of Mr. Kinadia Pond giving it to our Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Why the constant attacks on the Vice President? We look at it into two, and we, we are trying to understand how does it affect the chances of the MPP in their quest to break the eight. You know, the this MPP is Ghana Talks Radio, the, the best station rocking in the nation. The strong conviction that they are going to break the eight. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. They are going to break the jinx that has been that has always been on Ghana parties, whereby a party comes in, do that uh, two times, and then they go off. So our main focus is on the attacks, or we are trying to see Canada Japan versus Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Will the MPP suffer? They, in any way in their chances to break the eight that is what we're discussing today this afternoon the cubicle remind you we are streaming live from our studios in anya the greater Accra region we are live on facebook and on youtube and the ganatos radio and we are also live on our website at www.ganatosradio.com so mr kennedy <laughs> japan versus dr Bamud baumia how would the mpp fall or fail is what we're discussing today and like i said it's all from this audio this leakage out there that we all had the mp once again on the back of the vice president but how did all these things start come about so we're looking at the background of the issue and the background is that a lot of the big wigs in mpp have what have declared their their interest not publicly they themselves but we've seen the agenda as well started what agenda so with the big names especially the vice president uh minister for trade and industry we also have uh, and then a greek minister all these names they've had their supporters or their fans throughout the the under underground the grassroots elections of the mpp to the national executive level we've seen the agenda pushing from many of these names, right? So they are always or their their fan base have made it clear that they want to contest or they want to lead the MPP to the 2024 election. So, like I said, very clearly we had the Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, we had Mr. Alan Chermantin, and then the Minister for Agric, also Afuya Koto. This is what Ghanaians or this is what the politicians have always been aware of. These three people. And we all know that, like I said, MPP have been adamant that they're going to break the eight, especially since 2019 or after they won the election in 2020. It was all about breaking the eight, breaking the eight for the MPP. So yeah, this were the big names that came up 
or that pop up to say that oh we want to lead the party into the next elections and this is not new in ghana politics because we all know that now we are in the second time for uh, his excellency another and we all know that he's going to step down after 2024 right so it's traditional that it's part of the democratic democracy that the mpp has a new leader going to the next general elections and normally it's normal that people within the MPP who have intentions to lead the party will come out and say that oh we want to lead the party into the next election it's not a problem one thing that's happened especially this time around is that the big names that their supporters are so eager and so enthusiastic about pushing them have, have kept quiet themselves especially the vice president and the mr lancho mountain and the reason is simple because they've always did indicated that they want to commit their time to what to promoting the work of the president as his asset now we are trying to help mr Nanadu succeed as a president so for them they would rather hold on to their own ambitions and then push the agenda or help this government succeed and that's rightly so and also also the president has always made the claim that if you want to go into your politics your own campaign let me know so that i can let you go i can dismiss you you can i will give you the chance to go in but you cannot be in my government and then actively doing your own campaign and that is where we've all that is that has been a status quo for a long time in the mpp but something dramatic happened in this country not just in the country too but also in the mpp and that is where i think that our discussion will, will, will continue from so I'd rather just try to understand who and who wants to lead the MPP into, into the 2024 elections. One. And then we understand, want to understand why has Mr. Kane, Canada, Japan, been on the back of Dr. Baumia? Those are the two things. And also, how would this or how would this particular act or agenda hurt the MPP? Will it, will it hurt the MPP at all? Can they still break the eight? Will it hurt their ambitions in the, for the next election? This is what I try to answer right here on the cable. So when we, take, when we come up from this, I want to now zone into Mr. Kenida Japan coming into the picture, coming into a race, also, so also opting, opting or choosing himself or bringing himself out to say, oh, I also want to lead the MPP. How did he come by? When did he do that? All of that when we come up from this. So stay tuned. This is still the chemical right here. I'm going to talk to you. We'll be right back after this break. What up, GH? What's going on? We come your way with the latest, the latest filler. And yes, are you looking for the latest news about your favorite celebrity? Who married who and who cheated on who? Here we discuss everything and everything with fun, joy, and comedy. Join myself on Himalayan DJ coverage and master of comedy Alaj Zongo on Wednesday at exactly 8 p.m. live on Ghana Talks Radio. occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose. At GTR Sounds, we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement, party, funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally, or just any other event, as well as executive and corporate functions. With our modern and high-quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones, and power amplifiers, binary speakers, and saps, we offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions. At GTR Sounds, 
we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your event. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your event. And so welcome right back to the Cape right here on Ghana Talks. Like I said before the break, we're looking at who will lead the MPP to the next election, the next generation. I know it's too early, but it's not too early in Ghana politics. And the names have been out there. First of all, the vice president, his agenda is going stronger and stronger. Then we have Mr. Alan Cash, Minister for Trade and Industry. But one, a new development has been coming at that time, has been pushing the boundary to the to the extreme, even in some cases. And that's what I'm trying to focus on today. Like I said, in the run-up to the national executive elections by the MPP, the names were just a few, right? Or the names or the agenda that we all saw then was just a few. The vice president, Mr. Lanchamanten, and possibly the agriculture minister. These were the names that were rife during that particular time. So Mr. Kenda Japan's name was not even popping now. We knew that he had the, the ambition, all right. People suggested to him publicly, but he had never said that I want to become the, the flag bearer for the MPP for the next elections. I want to lead the MPP to break the eight. So what happened? Why did things change? But the question is to himself, has he ever has he ever publicly just said, oh, I want to lead the MPP to the next election? Like I said, when there were calls for the vice president to publicly state his, uh, his ambition or the minister for trade to publicly state their ambition, they all said that, no, we want to focus on helping his excellency Nanado Danko to what to have a successful second term and to leave a good legacy. So that was their focus. But here, we'll listen to Mr. Kirajapon stating categorically that yes, he wants to lead the MPP to the next election. I don't know why we, we can have that particular bit, but Mr. Kirajapon actually said that yes, as for, as for him, I'm not going to wait for the, the, the term of the president. We are going straight into the <laughs> into the battle. So let's hear what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we all heard it. I think this is a very short one of the interviews that he had. He, 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 he what he gave out an interview where he said that yes, he's going to be a presidential candidate on the tickets of the MPP, meaning he's going to be the flag bearer of the MPP into the 2024 election. And this is very interesting because if Mr. Kenajapon becomes the flag bearer for MPP, it means that he he would have beaten the the minister for trade and industry, Mr. Lankash. And the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Is that going to happen? Let's wait to see what happens. But like I said, what made him decide to want to contest this flagbearership position in the MPP in the first place? It's not as if Ghanaians or people who supported him didn't see him fit to run. We all know that in the public space, his image is not so apt in the, in the face of many Ghanaians, but it's debatable, right? 
but his, his main supporters have always endeavored uh, or endeavored on him to what to contest the flag bearership position so we've, we've heard him say that yes he was he stand on the ticket of the mpp but what happened for me i'll put blame i'll put solely on the decision for the gun of the government to go to the imf you know when this decision to go to the imf came about it was it wasn't just a shock to the, a lot of Ghanaians, but it had a, a a very big impact or effects on the status quo of the mpp or the structure of the mpp or even the ambitions or the yeah, the plans of the new patriotic party mind you like i said the previous week the government had always denied that they will ever go to the imf because this was one thing that they berated the ndc government the Omama led ndc government for so the decision to go to imf for especially mr kenya was just a no 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 and i think that is the one of the ones that's the one that broke the back of the camera the last straw. He didn't understand why in the first place. Why would you even have to go to the IMF? Not at all. Because as he said in one of the videos, I can I, I accuse the NDC for mismanagement of the economy. That's why they had to go to the IMF. So for NDC NPP to go to the IMF, it meant that we also mismanaged the economy. Was that a sole reason why he decided to contest as a flag bearer? Or he says he wants to contest as a flag bearer? We don't know. But for me, I'll put it squarely on that decision squarely squarely on that decision and to mr japan it is it is even more than that what he's saying is that whoever is responsible for us going to the imf should what should should not be the face of the mpp going to the next election and that is dire for the agenda of the vice president and even the agenda of mr lanchon martin because mind you the vice president is the head of the economic management committee it means that he's in charge basically of the economic policy direction of the country especially when the finance minister is part of that committee and the trade minister is also part of that committee so it tells you that if Japan is saying that the, those who lead the country to the imf should not be the face of the mpp going to the next election it means that he doesn't want the vice president to lead the party. He doesn't want Mr. Lanchamantin to lead the party. But why? The question is that why has he always been on the neck? Mind you, just last two weeks or last week, the last two, three weeks ago, the finance minister was called to parliament to face a committee that was trying to censure him, to take him out. Because they, they, they wanted to hold him responsible, solely responsible for the economic situation of the country. So if anyone is going to be blamed for going to IMF, maybe we should be blaming the finance minister. But no, Mr. Mr. Kinejapon is saying that no, 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 he's the vice president. He's the vice president. We have a clip of him saying, talking about the issue of the faces. When the issue of the, of, when the issue of government to go to IMF came in the first instance, this was what he said. He was very mad. He was like, "This no one should allow the the faces of the IMF to represent the face of MPP in the next." Let's hear what he said after. Let's hear his reaction after that particular announcement. Yeah. You cannot use the face of those who broke the who took us to IMF to break the eggs. They don't work. My message to you is simple: You cannot 
read my lips and I'm not scared of anybody in the party. I will tell you the gospel truth. It's the gospel truth. Those who take you to IMF cannot, this same face cannot break the eight. You cannot use the face of those who broke the who took us to IMF to break the eight. They don't work. My message to you is simple. You cannot read my lips. And I'm not scared of anybody in the party. I will tell you the gospel truth. It's the gospel truth. Those who take you to IMF cannot, this same face cannot break the eight. You cannot use the face of those who broke the So, as you all hear, you cannot use the faces of those who took you to the IMF to represent the face of the MPP in the next election. Categorical, clear, and clearer than ever said by any MPP leader or any MPP stalwart in this particular regime or these particular times or since the announcement of the decision of the government to go to the IMF. So for him, it's like biting your own tongue, actually spitting and then taking back your saliva. Like he doesn't see that happening. He doesn't see that happening. But that's just one aspect of it. Yes, of course, you can blame someone for making taking the, taking the country to IMF. And in his own in his own ways, he was that the decision to go to IMF is because the NDC mismanaged the economy. So if we are also going as MPP, it means that we've also mismanaged the economy. Right? And so all those who are responsible for the mismanagement should not be leading us in the, into the next election. That's fine. That's what he said. That's one aspect of his claim to contest as a flag bearer. And the other aspect is very actually very, very interesting. He mentions the new faces. So the IMF faces should not go should not lead the MPP. Rather, a new face is needed to lead the MPP. And he is the new face. Or he should be the new face to lead the MPP. Very, 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 very interesting. And what does he say? That apart from being a new face to lead the MPP into the next election to break the eight, he also says that his credentials as a business person qualifies him to be the best person to handle the affairs of the country. Now, before I even go to the business credential, I just want to say the image of Canada Japan as a personality, as a politician in the eyes of many Ghanaians, especially after his pronouncements during the issue of this Anas Armia expose during the number 12 time, or until the end, that led or within that happened within the context or the space of the matter of Ahmed Swali, actually dented his image a lot in the eyes of Ghanaians. That's my own personal take. I remember I wrote an article about it. I was like, Charlie, this article, <laughs> the views are the reviews I got for that article were so hard. But that's my personal thing. You don't make those pronouncements in that context. But let's move from it. So he says that I'm going to be a new face. I'm a new face. But more importantly, just beyond that being a new face, I'm, I, I also am a business mogul. I'm, I also am a what? A business expert. And then I'll handle the affairs of the country like a business. For me, these are very interesting. These are very, 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 very interesting claims. I look like he has done a personal audit of himself and he knows what Ghanaians thinks of him. Because he says Ghanaians think of him as a good person who doesn't lie, who, who sees the truth as it is, who, who, who doesn't back down on his own words. And that's the reason why he's what? Chastising the decision of the MPP to go to the IMF. And that's why he's saying that all those who took the decision should not be those leading the party to the next election. Fine. 
but like i said let's focus on the his always persistent attacks on the vice president his persistent attacks on the vice president why and the, <laughs> the latest leakage that actually brought that is actually making us feel that this Canada Japan versus Baumertin is getting more and more serious. Is the issue about the economy? The latest audio that we heard, what he said was in this we played, but what he said, the paraphrase was like, You were taunting economic theories, and then you were what you were, you were explaining economic, economic situation with economic jargons. Trying to say that if 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 you if if the if the SRA, if your fundamentals are weak, the SRA will expose you. Today the SRA has exposed all of us, and for me personally, I've lost a lot of money. So you should not be the one leading the country because you don't have anything new to offer. And this coming from an English person is not going to be any kind of surprising. That's why I want to end today's discussion. You should not be surprised from any NDC member, but a member, a senior member of parliament on the MPP side, a, a, a very renowned MPP stalwart, to the point where he actually openly says, I'm going to contest the flag bearership position, means to, for something to come out, for this kind of information to come out from his word, his mouth, says a lot about the chances of the MPP going forward. And that's where I'm going to end my discussion today. Let's hear what he said. Then I'll come back and I'll just finish it up because we're almost running out of time. We are just posting the video. I just something something just came to my mind. He said, if you're the vice president and you allow the finance minister to bully you, and then you come out and say that we've not given the opportunity. Behind the doors, behind the scenes, does that mean that the vice president knows very well that he has not actually performed the capacity and admits that he has not been able to perform? As expected of him, especially from the image he gave the he gave the Ghanaian people pre 2016 election, because everybody said that ah, but why was Dr. Bamia able to diagnose Ghana's problem in opposition? Why was he able to proffer solutions to Ghana's problem during whilst he was in opposition? But now he's a vice president. This is now his sixth year as vice president, even seventh year, and he has not been able to live up to it. Is that a kind of complaining that Canada Japan is talking about? Has he been complaining that he has not been given the opportunity? Is it true that he has been bullied by the finance minister? Let's listen to the, the remainder of the audio and they will come back and they will conclude our discussion right here. Okay? So let's play the, the remainder of the, of, the, of, the, of the audio. Yeah. Please, 
They'll do everything, but yeah, what he's saying basically is that sorry for the sound quality, but what he was saying basically is that you cannot, first of all, you cannot be the vice president and then be bullied by the finance minister in the sense that you cannot be the vice president and then give way or lose your your your, your authority or cede authority to the, the finance minister to direct economic policy in the way that he wants it to be. One, two. You are also a face of the government which went to the IMF. So you are an old face. You are an IMF face. You should not be allowed to what? To, to, to represent the party in the 2024 elections. Three. All that you are talking about, the theories that you had in, since before the, we, we, came, we came to power. What have you been able to do with them? Because the accident that we were complaining about back then, today is much, much worse than that. And I have lost money my own by, or by myself. So you should not be allowed the opportunity. And this has been going on for a long time. Like I said, since the decision to go to IMF was announced. Even before or during the national executive elections of the MPP. Since then, this particular rift has been was created and has been widening and widening and widening. It has been widening. But my question is that, what effect does it have on the chances of the MPP as a whole going into the 2024 elections? One, what effect does it have on the chances of even Canada Japan as a potential flag bearer or as an eventual flag bearer going into the next election or the next general elections? When we come up from this break, we'll answer those two questions, then we'll wrap up our conversation right here on the cubicle on Ghana Talks Radio. We are live on YouTube and on your Facebook. You can share your comments with us. When we come up, we can read them. Stay tuned there. The matters of love are the matters of the heart. Is that true? Where do we separate between emotions and reason? Under the moon we pick the most daring of issues surrounding love, relationships, and family lives. We speak on the topic most people like to keep to themselves. With our brilliant panelists, we open the discussions into your love life. So join us this and every Thursday at 8pm, live on Ghana Talks Radio. Be a part of the conversation, enjoy the excitement and let's find the answers together. Yeah, so welcome right back here to the Chemical on Ghana Talks Radio. Nobody My name is Lance Lauren, we are, dis- <laughs> we are discussing the latest uh rant in quotes in quotes of mr kenida japan against the vice president dr mahmoud baumia and he's just showing a big rift is cre- is being created within the mpp everybody will tell you if you're going to an election the one thing that you have to avoid is conflict within the party 
as it stands, we are done with the national elections. At this point in time, it was just was let's all share, let's all come together. The NDC are yet to go, are still going, are yet to fight because they are yet to go for their own executive elections, the national executive elections. MVP should not have should not be having that problem, but they have the problem, and the problem is that Doctor Mister Kenyatta insists that the faces of the IMF or the face of government who to the who decides to go to the IMF should not be those leading the MPP in the next election. But the, the question is that what does it have for the MPP? What does it hold for the MPP as a party? And this is what I just want to say before I conclude: that unity is key for any political party going to any election, no matter the size of the election or the level of the elections. One. But another interesting aspect is that the comments of Canada Japan actually berates and under undermines and actually exposes or exposes a sense of incompetence and mismanagement on the part of the whole of MPP, not just the vice president and the finance minister. Because if you claim that the vice president, we didn't, you, you, you are there, you couldn't manage the situation, we, have been worse, we are now worse than we used to be, right? In that you are saying that the, the party has not performed. Like I said the other day, you cannot absorb any MPP, whether it's the executive or the legislature, from the performance of the whole party or the government. It cannot happen. You can't say that the executive that's going to be responsible for the economic, economic crisis that we are in. Not just the executive. Because the MPs were those who passed the bills in parliament. They gave way for the, the, the finance minister to chop the money that they chop. They passed the bills. They approved their loans. So you cannot attack the vice president alone. You cannot attack the finance minister alone. If you want to attack them, the two of them, you have to attack everybody MPP. So for can I point to consistently say that Dr. Bowman has failed as the vice president. Or the minister or the finance minister is bad, it means that the whole of the MPP government, including the president, has not been up to expectation. And what kind of what signal would that particular message send across? What effect will it have for the chances of MPP itself as a party? It means they are not going to pay for they're not to break the eight. They will not break the eight because if you keep saying that your own is not good, your own is not correct, it's incompetent. Who who can you now convince that you are you are correct or you are the best person to to lead the country? It cannot happen because once you ex keep exposing your own party members, it means that you are also part of that party. You're also being exposed. You are also exposing yourself. So yes, it is normal. It is part of the democracy that candidates who are avail themselves to contest to lead particular parties into elections. To but to the extent where your agenda against your own actually exposes the rot within your own party it means that you're actually sabotaging the chances of your own party in the next elections and in your own ways going to imf meant that you've just given the seats or power to NDC without any contest the same thing you're doing right now with the attacks against the vice president but who am i to say it in let's wait to see where the NDC also quarrel when the election time gets nearer but this has been the chemical right here on galatos radio my name was Vilasa lawrence and it's been uh interesting a lot of we have a lot of uh people watching us live on youtube and say thank you for doing you know, watching tomorrow we're coming away with another edition of the chemical right here on galatos radio i've been here with dj kobe rich holding me down and i'm gonna say thank you to all those doing the monitoring and to members and staff and the management of GTR 
stay tuned tonight we have the ga trends coming away at 7 p.m live on gonna talk to you stay tuned and enjoy the rest of us so bye bye and i have the hope that things will be